Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mitchin. We are a weekly food podcast, usually coming out of Sydney. But as you, if you've been listening to the last few weeks, you will have noticed that I've never been in Sydney. In fact, I'm traveling around this great country, and uh, I'm in what some, the very few, call the best city in this great country. I'm in Adelaide, Canberra. <laughs> I'm in Adelaide at a, a restaurant that we've spoken about quite a few times on the Mitchin. Africola is its name. We've spoken about it. Uh, at the very least, when we've had guest appearances from Duncan Velgamot. Um, Valdemort. <laughs> you may remember him from an incredibly interesting and ridiculous episode in which he terrified everybody with stories about his life. Um, it's true. And that also that um, Pornhub episode with Reader's Wives. That was me. That was all me. Also, yeah. he cooked a cow at one point. He's the only... He's actually the only guest on The Mitchin that's actually cooked during an episode of The Mitchin. Yeah, it's true. At the Rootstock episode. Yeah, and still, and still cooks all the time, actually. You cook, yeah. What are you cooking right now? What's, what's, what's cooking? Uh, it's, um, trouble. I'm just um, right. cooking up some trouble. <laughs> so Duncan is my, uh, my co-host today. He's the head chef and one of the owners of uh, Africola. Also has his fingers in many pies. And by pies, I mean restaurants that you may have visited in Adelaide, Sydney, and, pies. and Melbourne. Also uh, pies. I, like, I like pies. I like the pies. Uh, and he's uh, put together a cavalcade of who's who. Variable... Adelaide scenesters, the kind of people, <laughs> the kind of people that you just can't wait to meet as soon as you land. It's true. Uh, um, tonight we've got uh, Michael Downer from Murdoch Hill. Um, he's uh, Adelaide's most eligible bachelor. He also looks kind of like Elton John and a jaded, very jaded Richard Gere. I'm also picking him as the most likely to not remember how to use the microphone tonight. We're also very drunk. This is after service. <laughs> no, 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 don't tell people. I, I promised mean, I would do less drunk episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 in the morning. We're at the beach. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then we have uh, Nick Stock, um, the famous wine writer. And for anyone who doesn't know who he is, he's the other Mike Benny. Yeah, he's the Melbourne Mike Benny. Nick, who do you write for? That, does that mean I'm below Mike Benny? I think that means I'm <laughs> below Mike Benny. Well, Melbourne uh, is below. You're versatile. Sydney. You're versatile. I wouldn't say top or bottom, but you're you're good. You're good versatile. Yeah, uh, I think you guys have a good relationship, and you let either one or the other be on the top or the bottom. Yeah, we do. We were just uh, we were just um, top topping and tailing all the way around New Zealand for a, for, a, for a week and a half, which is pretty interesting. I actually recorded an episode of the Mission at in New Zealand with Mike Benny, and yeah. we drank a bunch of gross beers at a pub yeah. in Auckland. But where were you that night? Uh, I flew in. I met the boys in Wellington. Right. They're, they're he was Mike. still wearing the same clothes, though, that he was wearing in Auckland. And, and, and Sydney the day before that. And Sydney yeah. the day before that. Uh, I, I was there DJing with the Venga Boys. You guys were there making a, a wine documentary. Yeah, we make some short-form documentaries for this um, conference next year called Pinot Noir 2017, which is a big global Pinot conference that New Zealand puts on every sort of uh, few years, about 600 people. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a beautiful country to make films in because it's just so fucking good looking. It's ridiculous. So like, I still haven't been. Really? No, not. It's been one of those things as South African, like, you know, with the whole sports thing. If I step foot there, like, it would be a fucking apocalypse. The worst is that you were like, oh, yeah, you know how with South Africa. I was like, oh, yeah, you both have funny accents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. That's the kind of wit that we, that we do on, on this podcast. Yeah. And we also got um, Nikki Friedley, my restaurant manager, who is... Um, 
Yeah, the best. She's the best. Misanthropic and evil, and in a in a nice way. In a nice way. Hello, sorry. <laughs> that was interrupted by five that separate was the, events. That was Dun- Duncan did like some pretty shit intros then around the table, but yours was the worst. You really got stiffed on that one. That went that went everywhere. No, that's, that's your job as the restaurant manager to just <laughs> just to suck it up, to suck it up from the chef owner. That's how it, that's how it rolls around here. Doesn't right? those less insulting than box. anyone else. <laughs> we love you, Nikki. We, we she's love the best. You. All right, so we have Duncan, head chef of Africola. We have Nikki, who is floor manager. Restaurant. Restaurant manager at Africola. Um, yeah. We have a wine writer, Nick. And we have wine maker, Michael? Correct, correct. Okay, wine, cool. Mickey right. D. Wine maker. Uh, Mickey, yeah. D. Mickey, Mickey D. Mickey D. Mickey D. D. In the house. Yeah. So, Duncan, as this is your first ever role in the very high-paid position of co-host on the mission, yeah. what hot topics are we going to discuss tonight? Hmm. Fuck, I didn't even think of that. I reckon... <laughs> it's not, that's the least important part of our podcast, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I think um, let's delve into, um, I don't know, Mickey Downer's sex life. And uh, <laughs> okay. Nick Ryan... Yeah, if, well, if Nick Stock can give me an absolute, the best adjective, but a new adjective yeah. to describe wine. Yeah? That, okay. Just, just something. Well, just, let me, know, let me crunchies just... taken, fucking just... The best adjective to describe wine. Okay, before Nick gives you the, the best uh, adjectives about wine, I'll give you the insight to my sex life. Um, and this is Murdoch Hill. And you have to winery. use an adjective that you think Nick would use to describe wine, describe your sex life. Uh, yes. And crunchy's, crunchy's, crunchy's gone. That's already, we already put that out. Well, syphilitic, syphilitic. <laughs> What's the most syphilitic wine you've ever tried, Nick? Uh, it's that that one that Duncan gave me the first time I came in here, which I think he made in a um, he made in a co- in a in a in a carton like in the back of his car. Yeah, but he it, made it accidentally. Like it, it influenced just, me when I was um, when I was in the Arbor. I named it uh, Judahom. So yeah, bless you, Judahom. Yeah. So let's talk about Adelaide. I, I'm, I'm sorry, my, uh, Nick. First off, that I uh, I said that you were from Adelaide. You're clearly from Melbourne. Yeah, well, I was born in Adelaide, mm-hmm. um, but I ran away from home um, as soon as I knew that that was a thing. Because <laughs> he realised um, it. And I went get... to Sydney and, and I got into food and wine in Sydney. Uh, ended up in Melbourne because that's kind of just like a nice place to be doing all this stuff, yeah. So we have a, uh, an ongoing feud with the city of Perth and all of its residents. Uh-huh. Um, through no thought of our own. I'm going there next Wednesday. I'm going there tomorrow. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die, I think. Uh, but... Uh, do you find as Adelaideans, everyone except Nick, obviously, uh, that uh, you're very grateful for Perth's existence because people rag on Perth a little bit more than they do Adelaide? Not really. Like, all the South Africans in, in bloody Australia live in fucking Perth. Seriously, it's like my, my new home. And Woolara. Like, there's a lot in Woolara <laughs> and Double Bay as well. I don't even know where that yeah. is. I'm so Sydney, bro. Well, yeah. Yeah. To, to be honest, I think, you know, Perth's its own, you know, country. In, in the scheme of things, at least we're quite connected to the eastern states. And, um, yeah, as, as beautiful it is, um, Adelaide's kind of a little sister of Melbourne. And, um, yeah, we have good times here. It's fun. Duncan, recently you made an Instagram post about why you stay in Adelaide. Why, because people, you, people always ask you why, why Adelaide, yeah. why Adelaide, right? You want, you want to give me a little bit of background on that? <laughs> yeah, should comment. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh shit! Was that was that a council? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fattest fish in shittest pond. No, um, I don't know. Like, it's to be involved with stuff that's going on in the hills, especially. Um, and you know, that particular day when I made that post, it was um, friends of mine, Tim Tim Webb and Monique Milton. You know, both I've known for many years, and to go see their second release of wines on their own fucking farm that they've worked so fucking hard for um, and Tim cooked and so did Monique and we're just sitting around and it was a beautiful day on their farm amongst the vines and it was just you know to see that kind of progression from when they first started out to what they have now and the journey they've come through to just be like bang here we go this is going to be important I thought yeah that's, that's a wonderful thing you can't do that I don't know. You can't do that in. You Sydney. can't do it anywhere in the world. You can't. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's incredible. Like I think. Well, Milton Keynes tried to do that. In, you can't do that, in Milton Keynes. 
what, we, what we've got here in Aleppo. Yeah. Try to do that. Now. You can't do that in Aleppo. You're just saying words that I don't think are real words. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we've got here in South Australia to be able to connect so closely from the CBD in Adelaide with you know Duncan's restaurant and his you know um, you know local produce and you know the the winemakers and everything you know we're so closely connected and so intertwined and it's just you know beautiful part of the world and 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 to have that sort of transparent transparency between. All of us is is so exciting. It's um, it's it's really vibrant, and um, you know, everyone. It, we, we all worked as a team. You know, we're, we're a, everyone calls Adelaide a little country town, and, and it kind of is like that. Like we're all connected in some way. Like, I mean, he didn't get this drunk by himself. I mean, he did it as a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting from a from a wine point of view because wine is such a huge part. Like in someone like Duncan, it's cooking here, you know, he, you know, like most chefs will sort of talk about how they engage with, you know, the guy that grows the most amazing asparagus and the guy that, that, that rears the most amazing ducks and all that sort of stuff. But here in, in, in this town, you, 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 you can't help it. You have to engage with the, with, with, with the winemaking crowd because it's just such a, such a huge, like it's a river that runs through the place. It really is. And the interesting thing about someone like um, Mickey D, apart from his sex life, which is amazing. Whoa. Is is that he's he's that the new word you use to describe wine? No, no, no. It's not. He's um is that is that he's part of a he's part of this thing that's happening in the Adelaide Hills, which is the envy of. <laughs> yeah. I, I shit you not. It's the envy of every wine growing region around the world. Which is there's there's this incredible uh, sort of community and um, uh, sort of network. You know, it's 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 it sounds. It sounds kind of Narnia-like and and whatnot, but that that it's it, it, the, the the groundswell that these guys have created in it is in, a fantasy in a, in, in, a, yes, in, a, in a period of less than say five years is phenomenal. And you know, I was in um, you know, I was in I was in Paris earlier this year and going into the coolest little wine bars in Paris, and they're all going, "Oh yeah, you're from Australia? I want to go to the Adelaide Hills. It sounds fucking amazing. You know, I want to go there. I want to go and work harvest with these guys and." That like that's just in fucking conceivable that 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 shit would have happened, um, and it's it's there's something very very incredible going on just up the hill behind where we're sitting now, and 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 that's 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 what that's what Michael you know Michael Down is a part of. It's 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 Nadia. It's it's, it's fantasy land. Nadia was like that. No, that was that girl. That was that girl you had in the yurt at the wedding the other weekend, dude. That was Nadia. It's Narnia. It's like it's you know, it's like it's 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 Sorry, it's, yeah. ma- it's magic. It's magic, but it's real. It's it's yeah. legit. As a as as someone who you know writes about the the bigger picture, especially Australian wines, have you got a favorite region of of, of winemakers in Australia? Um, uh, I mean. It, it, it ebbs and flows and they all have different things but I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking spellbound by the Adelaide Hills and what's going on now I, I grew up down the bottom of those hills um, but then I told you you know a few minutes ago that I, I ran away from this joint as, as fast as I could as soon as I knew I could do that but but shit is just something amazing is, 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 is happening you know it's, it's yeah it's just not in in, in term, it's not just in terms of the um, what's happening in the vin- in the vineyards and the winemaking in the Adelaide Hills. It's also what's happening in the city. You know, I think in the CBD of Adelaide, you know, with the new small bar pop up licensee, there's you know, it's so invigorated. It's really brought everyone together, and um, you know, there's certainly a sense. Um, there's so much excitement happening in this city. I mean, your Tinder has just been going off with this <laughs> fucking chart. That wouldn't have happened five years ago. Mate, I've had to... De- uh, I can delete that now because there's just so much happening in this town. <laughs> I, I don't I have to rely on that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just use that in Melbourne and Sydney. <laughs> uh, gross. So Duncan, you, you, you have other businesses um, that you're involved with <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. In Australia, um, but you know you call Africola, and, and since you since you moved to Australia, you've called Adelaide your home. Yeah, when we, we, we explored that backstory when you were on. Do you think that like something is building here, and you know, and everyone else is welcome to chime in as well? Is something is something new building in Adelaide that kind of wasn't here a couple of years ago? I think it, it went from like, you know, it went through the stages of after after Chong or whatever, it became like Adelaide after what Chonglu. Um, it became a bit of a, a bit no, of what, a, what is that? <laughs> Chonglu the the Grange. 
um, okay, yeah, was very one of famous Australia's chef, most yeah. important chefs. Okay, sure. And then Man. when he retired, I should know that shit. I don't have a yeah, food podcast, you're, you're but that's why people tune in because it's just like this guy has such a refreshing take on the food world. <laughs> <laughs> um, then it became pretty like plastic fantastic, um, and it took a few of us to kind of really, really push this new, you know. I don't know, this new mentality of instead of, as young entrepreneurs, instead of fucking off to Melbourne and Sydney to do things, to actually stay and invest and to do their own thing in, in Adelaide. It's kind of reached a, a zenith of venues and, you know, um, I don't know, the young entrepreneurs to now it's, it's been kind of culled to the really good places now remain. Do you know what I mean? It's that instead of just opening up everything, it's now become competitive to get not brilliant for Adelaide, but on par with the rest of Australia mm-hmm. and you know potentially the world. What are the uh, the Adelaide restaurants that always besides Africola? Ah, it's just Africa. I have no, <laughs> no. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, there's there's um, you know, it's like Arana, McGill Estate, Peel Street, Pawana. Um, Pink Moon Saloon, um, that one place just on the corner, um, PJ O'Brien's, the Belgian Beer Cafe, you know. <laughs> where, I did know. You, where did you eat tonight, Nick? Um, <laughs> I, 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 ate a, I ate a restaurant that's been um, that's been an institution in Adelaide called Amalfi, which is which was um, it was started by the Capoccia family who who ran one of the most successful and kind of um, you know one, one of the coolest club businesses called Cargo. Um, that the, you know, the Adelaide has ever yeah. seen, probably to date, it's been the coolest club Adelaide's ever seen, um, and you know it's from another time. But yeah, it's a it's a restaurant that kind of uh, proudly just offers up, um, you know, something really comfortable. And it was really, it was really, uh, it was really comforting to eat there tonight. And Adelaide's encompassed by proudly pedestrian. <laughs> But the, 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 one, the one thing that's interesting, I think, just Duncan, like, uh, you know, so it's, we're sort of sitting in Africola 2.0, at, you know, as we do this. And, you know, I wonder, like, what your take on it was, because, you know, Adelaide for a long time has been a city that um, has been full of people with great ideas, amazing skills, and, you know, really intelligent people that, you know, globally could, could really fuck shit up in a great way. And, you know, it's, it's been a city that traditionally hasn't necessarily had enough support for those kind of people so yeah. those people have had to go elsewhere and I don't know when you first came here if you kind of felt if you felt that or you could see that it was changing or um, you know to be honest I was fucking laughed at going interstate talking about Adelaide you know people are like are you from Adelaide oh, like, and just lose interest and that, that includes media that includes journalists um, and then you know as you meet the kind of you know the the hierarchy of the hospitality scenes like every fucking city has um yeah i was always the outsider always the underdog people were very dismissive of what i was doing or who i was or you know very clicky you know um but you know for me that's fantastic because i love giving people the middle finger i love just doing what the fuck i want to do i love it you know i love it and especially when i you know, I would I would be in their restaurants or their venues or anything like that and get something pretty fucking average. And then it's just like, actually, shit needs to fucking change in a very big way. You know, I can't really mention any names because... No, no, that's fine. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. but, you know, two... Well, one ambassador in particular um, of South Australian food, food and wine really fucking let the state down because that was the face of... Of um, you know, certainly five years ago, it's Joel um, Amos, right? Hey, Joel, Joel Amos, Joel, <laughs> Joel Amos, exactly. It's, it's always like asking me for change. You know, it's like so, so outside of sh- so, so outside homo. the Exeter after a big night. You know, it's always that one cigarette you just didn't have. Um, That's a joke, everyone. We love no, Joel. He's, he's amazing. I love him. <laughs> um, but no, it's 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 picking the wrong ambassadors who are fucking self-serving, and because and old and old, and it's just like. Fuck, it's so uninteresting and you have to be dynamic and you have to be competitive and you need to not be novelty or edgy for edgy's sake. It's just like, just do what you want to do and always find something that people can relate to, you know. Just just make sure that you always put your steak on the side from your potato mash. I see. uh, Exactly. exactly. 
as 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 Michael and I were walking from, um, we went we went to Amalfi as we've just heard. So I'm you know, and we, we've been ridiculed significantly tonight for doing this. No, nah, I like Amalfi. Uh, you then, we, then, then we wandered, then we wandered around, went to the opening. Some mates have opened a new sort of venue and sort of checked that out. And then on the way Super down fish. here, we walked down um, through and we, we passed around a pub just up 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 on the corner. And this is a real Adelaide thing that I don't know you'd see in other cities. There were there are a bunch of grown men in probably their mid-60s, standing around wearing their old-school blazers. They were having like an old-school get-together in, in the pub private dining room, and they were actually wearing the shit they wore to school like 45 years or 50 years ago, and that was kind of cool to hang out. And that kind of does sum up the old kind of old generation of this, of, of, of this place in a way that, you know, it's thankfully kind of, you know... That, 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 that's pretty rare to see, but that does sum it up a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's always going to be part of that in Adelaide. But, you know, I think, you know, the, the younger breed that's coming through that might be in the same realm of those people you talk about, Nick, uh, you know, sitting there in their old school blazers. You know, some of those younger guys... Rolling like three paper numbers and just <laughs> yeah. like getting lit as fuck, yeah. But, <laughs> but the funny thing is a lot of those guys in the younger generation are sort of... Re, uh, Giving it a crack and giving it a go and um, and reinvigorating the city and because because the you know the, the council has given them the opportunity with these you know new small bar small bar licenses to be able to actually do something with with you know with their opportunities and you know I think that's exciting for the city. Um, I think the biggest you know, sign that a city is finally coming to life is that the young like youth aren't just leaving. You're not just having you're having to grow up in Adelaide and leave to go somewhere else to get the better job offer to yeah. do more interesting to do cooler shit oh absolutely like, yeah, I yeah, have yeah. no like I'm not I'm not Adelaide born or raised or bred so I have no sort of like emotional ties where'd you come from then Alice Springs oh, <laughs> yeah well, that, well no, uh, yeah, yeah. that's exactly right that's why you Duncan know, we, hired me for my knife skills we we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we want to keep we people, do that scene from the bodyguard we, all the time we right? keep people, carry him over the fire he's we crying wanna keep, we want to keep people in this city you know, if we can give the opportunity for people to stay and work in in, in school labour and in or in hospitality, then that's great because you know we've been lacking that for the last ten years. So there's a platform now. There's a yeah, definite there, there, platform. There's, and there's opportunity a community. There, 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 it's exciting. So yeah, no. Did you win an award going. recently, Nikki? No, I didn't win it. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I won it on the inside. <laughs> Uh, were you nominated for an award? I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I won it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I surprisingly wound up. Uh, found myself in the room uh, for Gourmet Traveler for Mentor Day of the Year, which was nice yeah. and surprising, and not where I thought I'd be at twenty-five in a good way. <laughs> yeah, totally shocked. So, yeah, how, how so, do you? W- when did you move from Alice Springs to Adelaide? Uh, I've been here twenty-five, so six years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I sort of finished up high school and had to get out and yeah. flipped a coin and Adelaide was it. And how did you meet Duncan Voldemort? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I was working at Golden Boy next door and uh, we were What's both, Golden Boy? What's that? What's, uh, what's it's, that a little, it's a Thai place next door. So this is one of the other businesses that Duncan like is sort of uh, associated with. It's a pie. It's one of the pies. It's one of the numerous heavily fingered pies. <laughs> Much to our dismay. <laughs> uh, so much imagery happening. <laughs> um, so we were both hungover working an event called Bubby Noodle, which was a ramen party that would happen on Sundays. And um, Duncan, a Thai restaurant. Yeah. Yes. You know. Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> Why, <Anywho>. not? <laughs> Why not? Why <laughs> not? So I was uh, I was in the kitchen taking ramen and Duncan was just glaring at me for no particular reason, and you know I was bored so I turned around and I was like, "Do you want to hear a joke?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, all right, go on then." <laughs> and so I said, "I was like, so what's the difference between a five-pound bag of cocaine and a five-year-old?" And Duncan goes, oh. and I was like, uh, "Eric Clapton wouldn't let a five-pound bag of cocaine fall out a window," and that's. <laughs> Oh my god, love at first sight. Yes. 
I'm not the only one laughing, I'd like to point out. Just uh, <laughs> uh, and that was how I got my job. <laughs> this is like doing a podcast with four Mike Eggins. Like, I'm like, I wanted to edit out every second thing everyone uh, says. Basically, um, Mike was, he's just a babushka doll. We all just pop out of him. Hi, <laughs> 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 <a> little Mike. <laughs> it was followed by basically essentially a awful and offensive joke pissing contest which like rapidly escalated I'm not going to tell none of which we're going to hear most, no none none not after there's not enough whiskey in us yet but yeah so that's basically I think I just depended on my Alice Springs wiles and completely and entirely approved this has become an endurance test it has become a test we, everyone just did gross whiskey shots yeah so and gross so, so, so do you like gross. Adelaide better than oh. Alice Springs well I mean my life expectancy is longer so that's a bonus well, well that's, that's, that's a good thing are you although sure although now that I've met Duncan I do kind of rue that so. are you sure because uh, I, I was um, reading um, listening to Dr. Cow the other day and um, with, with wood fire smoke um, there's very there's a lot of carcinogenic sort of compound Duncan's company is pretty and, and Duncan is um, <laughs> very famous for um, burning. For burning how many, how many times have you burned this joint down, Duncan? What are we up to now? Twice. Really? Yeah. Two times. How bad have the fires been? Shut up, Levens. Is this more than just a little like offside joke? Have you actually have you been caused sued? significant fires? Yeah. Say that to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> He said uh, he burned it down so twice. It's a f- fucking old building, and the flues are bastard. I, I set my flues on fire twice. Uh, it's so you're poisoning uh, your customers. <laughs> no, well, just the staff. Just the staff. <laughs> just the staff. Okay. And both just before service. Yeah. I'll poison mm. you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick uh, mentioned earlier this is Africa Africola 2.0, which uh, you. Mentioned last time you were on the Mitchin, you, we were, you, were ju- you just announced that you were changing not just the menu but the overall vibe of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, and uh, tonight I was able to eat uh, a big bowl of pippies. I've had, I've had five bowls of pippies this week. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Adelaide five. You're out of control. Um, oh no, I've, I've only won in Adelaide. Right. I haven't just had five bowls of pippies today. Oh. <laughs> I've only been here for like 12 hours. It's that Belgian beer did you have It's the wonderful. Pippi, did you have the pippy uh, juice and shot? Cocktail? Yeah, it was wild. So I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll get to Africola. I, I started off the week at a Portuguese restaurant in Sydney. Garlic, white wine, parsley, pippies. Very simple, very good. Then GC's, Golden Century. One of the most beloved... Must try dishes in Sydney. Best the Japanese restaurants in the world. <laughs> ramen. The ramen. Ramen night at Golden Centuries. Ramen pippies. When I do the Adelaide night, it's great. Um, now, GC's the... Uh, the tour wok, break wine. Wok fried noodles with the, uh, with the pippies and exo sauce. Very good. Uh, and then on Melbourne, on Thursday night, I had Bar Liberty's um, uh, pippies. They, they do there with an exo sauce yeah. as well. Melbourne, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, which is what they, they do with uh, with the Chinese just, fried dough. Hold, hold, right. hold your horses here, and then and then hey, I know you already came your pants, but get ready to come do an even bigger come. Right. Embla for lunch the next, the next day. Oh, <laughs> secretive Whoa. Dave. Whoa. I was quite drunk, so I don't remember what was on their hippies, but they were You're good. You're boring Embla's, me. Embla's awesome. Yeah, 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 Embla's great, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, right. so and the pippies tonight, like. Well, so the all of those like like garlic and all is like the main thing in all you know the XO ones obviously is that there's more of a spice and a sweetness and when you talk about GC's MSG, yeah, uh, is a big factor in that and, and almost they kind of like GC's in particular and and the Portuguese restaurant take pride in really like you know not masking the taste of the pippies but like they don't. Like Bar Liberty and Embla, it's very much like the most prominent taste in those is the taste of the, of the pippies. Whereas here is like this, it knocks you over the fucking head. What, how, do you, how do you cook your pippies here? It's awesome. Um, well, we open the tin um, <laughs> first and then we put it on jats. No, um, <laughs> no we, just, we just roast them um, and then deglaze with um, fermented chili and a little bit of. Um, wine mm-hmm. and uh, clam stock. Like really it's, more, it's more about where they come from, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, the can. The can from, the from can, Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. They, <laughs> they're gula. 
Yeah, they come blood, from blood the pipis. Southern Ocean, like <laughs> just down the road. Like in they come, they go. Yeah. Cur- 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 Adelaide, Adelaide Hills, they get, they get grown. They spend, they actually I spend all day foraging my pipis. It's fine. Foraging pipis. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. you drive down to. Wait, this is not a joke. You actually for, do for you forage your pippies each day. Kurong. He goes down the Kurong and forages his pippies in his canoe. The Krong. But it is amazing. I mean, you know, you must every every morning when you paddle your canoe out down the Kurong to forage for pippies, you know, you must just think to yourself, South Australia, fuck yeah, right? Yeah, no, totally, totally. Like, um, and that's why I look so gaunt. Yeah, mm. but yeah. it's it's kind of um, it's in a, it's in the culture of you know if you if you grew up and lived in South Australia you went down if you went down to the south coast you would go down to the Kurong you'd go to the Murray Mouth and you would walk down onto the beach and you'd put your feet in and you'd, you'd you know dig in and I don't know why everyone's laughing but um, it's 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 a childhood memory of mine. Where you you know you're digging it and you and you yes loving it but yeah you know that's where they come from it's so fresh it's it's coming straight here you can't beat that have you guys ever eaten five bowls of pippies in one week it's a fucking cool time to live for me right now yeah yeah but so you know your your pippies are like the extreme bold flavors in that broth. And there's a lot of broth that surrounds these pippies. Yes. And you were like, don't worry about drinking all that broth because we, once you finish all the pippies, we got you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, once I'd finished all the pippies and I had a, a bowl full of shells, I'd l- uh, let, let your uh, lovely floor staff know that I was done. And then they took the bowl of, of uh, pippy juice out, out the back and they turned it into shots. Yeah, so... Um, I promise I didn't spoof in those... That's uh, the Africola Rufi Colada, is what you had. <laughs> no, um, it's actually uh, another. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. These pippies are sure making me sleepy. <laughs> I don't even remember what I ate, actually. <laughs> I think they were pippies. <laughs> Why do I feel like I, I forage these myself in my kayak? <laughs> my arms sure are you tired. Did. Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's another wine writer, um, Big Nick, Nick Ryan. Uh, I was doing, I was judging uh, Hot 100, um, and he was one of the judges. And... Um, did a big dinner and he sat down and had the pippy thing and he was just like put some fucking mezcal on this and him and Peter Dredge Dr. Edge yeah kind of distributed it and um, they'll end the story pretty much so dysentery they got dysentery from all that so yeah so that's what I have to look forward to tomorrow yes every time every time so last week on the Mitchin. Uh, I was talking to Banjo Harris Plain. Is this like 24? Is this like is this like Kiefer Sutherland shit? Is this what's happening now? We're recapping. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I was I want to bring you in because we, we have some controversial topics. Every week we get a new one to bring yeah. up that people are angry about. And uh, last week we added a, new, a one that uh, I'm looking forward to discussing with each guest that comes on this podcast. Uh, we have an ongoing 
discussion about craft beer, we've gotten 10-ish emails, messages, Are comments serious? from people saying We're stop giving shit to craft beer. Stop, Why? Stop shitting on craft beer. Uh, and uh, Banjo Harris Plain got quite passionate and may have said, fuck you, Levins. May have said, fuck you, Mike Benny. Stop, stop pushing the agenda of shit beers are good. And I, you know, we, I, I allowed this, this spotlight. But then, this is, where I, I'm, this is why I bring this up. Mm-hmm. We don't need to talk about craft beer tonight. We can if you want. He I, then I, said... I want, it, I want it now. Banjo said... <laughs> okay, we can. Banjo said, do, do you eat McDonald's? Yeah, and yes. he, com- he compared, you know, shit beers to McDonald's. Mm. You should stop eating McDonald's because, and, and therefore mm. stop drinking shit beers. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm happily to join the craft beer movement, mm. but don't you ever tell me to stop eating at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's everyone's thoughts? <laughs> can, 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 I, can I start on this? Um, <laughs> oh, please, 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 make it easy. It's very personal to me. And I, and I really like that analogy with the, the whole um, McDonald's or Hungry Jack's campaign. And, 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 and one of my um, great... In, <laughs> One of my good friends and and one of my great inspires of of making wine is um, a guy called Taras Okoda who has a label called Okoda Barrels and he is a a legend of of the Adelaide Hills and um, every time I go travelling with him, whether we're hungover and on the way there or on the way back, he'll always get... Hungry Jacks or McDonald's on the way there. Like, and I just love that about him. Like he, he's this, this you know incredible soul of person. Um, but yeah, talking about craft beer, and 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 we're talking about Taras Dakota who only drinks Melbourne bitter beer, right? Like that, don't we have that, to boycott that? That like don't we have to boycott we're, we're that now? We're talking about the most mousy, like awful um, layoffs. Yeah, that, 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 that is one part. Yeah, that, that, that is pretty, one one pretty, thing that stops you from up. drinking shit beers is knowing that, that everyone that makes them is a cunt. But, but yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's what Taras drinks, and I, I went on a journey um, last year over to the states, and um, I went up to Oregon and into Portland, and you know the mecca of craft beer and I've, I've had friends who've worked in the craft beer industry you know from McLaren Vow beer company and um, you know I've seen all of that and um, when I went to Portland I was like you know I had guys there you know I went into a tasting who would fucking they excuse my language they would um, I just said cunt two times they would ferment beer from yeast that they extracted from their fucking beard. Like, beard. Beard, right. Beard right. yeast. It's a big so difference. Like, they, they extract a, a, a yeast from their, and then so from their beard. And then, That's gross. That's so, fucked up. And that should be like, that when someone asks, why, why do you hate craft, craft beer? <laughs> Even though I've had many beers that are classified as craft that I enjoy, that should be, that story is like, because look what it allowed to happen. Well, so, <laughs> so the point of my Enabling story it was it like going to the extremity of craft beer in um, Portland where, you know, they talk about, what do they call the bitters? The um, N- N- NPTU. NTUs. NTU. So you're like, you're talking, you know, the highest level of alcohol and NTUs and it's just like they're such full-on beers, and I was, I just recall I, I spent I spent two days there, and then I got to the airport, and I was so over these craft mm. beers that mm, yes. all I wanted I smashed about mm. six Pacificos Mexican beers, which are just so flavorless and just like <laughs> it's like easy having, it's drinking. Like having sex in the aforementioned kayak that Duncan uses to forage. Uh, pippies Absolutely. fucking close yeah. to water it, kayak <laughs> sex is racing all, all, all I wanted to drink was alcoholic water Let, let's just mm, be honest seven. like I just didn't want anything that was just going to be too much you know and I think I think where we are and, and I, I agree with it, you know what Banjo was saying with his argument it's, it's, it's all about ba- it's the same with winemaking it's, it's all about balance and you know there's a couple producers that come down in Australia that have got that balance really right and it's really exciting and you know they're drinkable consumable beers um without being horrible so it's all, right. all, it's all about say, that i want to say you know? two things one is fuck off 
about trying to make beer political and like one beer's right and one beer's wrong. Beer's fucking beer. Whatever happened to going into a bar, sitting at the make bar and... Make beer great again. Make beer great again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, what, what, whatever happened about going into a bar and just sitting at the bar and going, hey, I order this beer, you look over, some dude's drinking another beer. You don't go, oh, you're a cunt because you drink that beer. You just go, hey, man, cheers. Yeah, like, whatever. That's, what, that's yeah. what beer's about. No, if you said it's cheers to me, I'd just call you a cunt. What, yeah, <laughs> what if the guy's drinking a beer that was made from someone's beard? Are you okay with that? No, I'm not cool with that, no. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that's number one, and the second one is um, if you want to then sort of drill into the the thing of the, you know the sort of movement of craft beer. It's really interesting to see some of the um, you know see the craft beer guys start to sort of then move into making session beers. So they've gone, they've pushed the boat out and done you know hop dog rocker, double hop frog rock like dog fuck frog rocker docks. I think I mostly and just hate the names. It's the names that make me hate the names. Yeah. But yeah. they've done all that, Wild and then duck and then watermelon hop scrotcher. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> bring it back to yeah, the people. Yeah. It's like they're like fucking sex toy names, right? Like seriously, I, I, did, did did they just come out of sex Don't toys in the beer? But, but then they the, the craft beer guys are coming to session beer making because they understand that you know <laughs> that beer is actually beer. Mm-hmm. Beer is beer is beer is 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 is, is about a very simple thing and you know don't fuck it up by by trying to make it um, something that it's not if you want to make something that's extremely flavoured go for it but don't like don't then like you know pretend to be all righteous about that shit yeah. totally I mean it's like fucking Pornhub like you know look at the variety on Pornhub you know no one really judges you I mean if someone is judging you about your Pornhub choices then you should stop masturbating in the same room as them but it's the same thing with drinking beer it's like I come from a country that's hot you know just as Australia is and when I drink a beer it's because I'm thirsty and when I drank with my dad he would always order two pints each you know because you would smash the first one and after that he would always go Oh, that one didn't even touch sides. And then you would just sip the other one. Like, yeah. the beer I enjoy to drink is lager and nothing too hoppy or whatever. And not because people that make that are whatever. Like, I just enjoy smashing, you know, cheap beer because I can drink lots of it and also not feel so full that I can't eat and I don't even, you know, I don't need a knife and fork to get through a super <laughs> yeah. triple IP. Well, it's funny, like, you know, we talk about. You know, in South Australia, in terms of beer culture, you got Western Brewery and you got um, Coopers, and you know, and then you have winemakers. Um, yeah, those those guys. And but you know, Coop, great, Coopers has been such great a Southwark, staple. The great Southwark brewery, brewery and, is, uh, and, 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 and let's not forget Southwark should not. It yeah. always gets ignored. Should not Why be is forgotten. Southwark ignored? <laughs> Southwark stout. Am I right? The great Southwark Woo! brewery yeah. should not be forgotten here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I agree with Duncan. You know, you know, beer is. A, a, you know, thirst quenching sort of drink. You know, end of the day of a half a hard long day. It's just so enjoyable. hard long day sit. foraging pippies so in your in your canoe <laughs> whilst having sex with like up to nine people at once. If you're Michael Downer, that's true. <laughs> while while you know looking yeah, and walking the. And trying to get a 4G signal so you can crank up Pornhub if you're Duncan. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and searching for man makes beer out of beard on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the worst, being yeah. judged by the beer you drink while masturbating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, hey, hey, man, what, what I, I like your beer? triple IPA. Whoa. Are, Whoa, are, are, are you touching yourself? Again? <laughs> yeah. Are they midgets? Are they lactating? Are they lactating pregnant midgets? Ah, oh, but a good beer choice. That's, yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I think it's funny, you know, we're talking about this um, conversation of um, drinkability of, of, of beer and, you know, why, why, why these guys lose themselves around this um, sense. I think, you know, the movement in the wine industry has also been about this drinkability and, you know, there's so many producers around now, you know, in this younger generation that are, are making wine. younger generation. That are making wines that are more drinkable you know it's it's going back to alexander the great where he fed his his um grand grand um parade of um you know feeding them with uh thanks so much know. listening to the mission uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there a gong is there a gong here like i like i want a fucking gong can you get the gong. gong out for me because I, I really need this did you not right bring now. your gong no I forgot can we talk that. quickly about those fucking sick beers that you can only get in the state that they're made in. Like where, where, Adelaide, where, where for example, is West End. You can't get West End outside of Adelaide without trying quite hard to find it. True, yeah. Uh, 
Amy beer. Amy beer. I'm going to put it tomorrow. Amy beer. The Amy bitter is one of my favorite. Amy bitter. How good is Amy bitter? The best. I'll make a quick comment on West End beer. Because you can get West End anywhere. On Silk Road, you can get West End anywhere in the world. Everyone's saying something funny. Okay, one West, West, West End beer no, is you. a staple <laughs> beer of South Australia. I, I, I grew up in South Australia. I'm, you know, played in the amateur Ooh, football league. Discontinued. So we <laughs> Let him rant. <laughs> it's not a rant. It's let him heal. No, let him heal. <laughs> let him heal. <laughs> Please. Let him heal. Please. I'm loving this forum. Like, I'm really <laughs> loving this discussion, but let me speak on this. this all, right. Very, all, right, all right, Steve this, Price. This is, a, this is a very personal matter. Of, you know, West End Beer is um, you know major sponsor of all the amateur football leagues in, the, in this state, like across the whole breadth of this um, state and you know I grew up in you know um, from, the quite to the, from the windswept top to the <laughs> southerly howling winds of the most southerly reaches of the state there's no there is nothing this beer can do in, in the football in the, in the, in the Aussie rule football league there's, do, do, there's, there's, do, no, there's no escaping West End beer, and so we've all learned to appreciate this beautiful beer. It has a bitter taste, and I have a little song about it. Okay. Let's go. Are please, you going to sing? Please sing it. Yes, please, please, please. Um, just let me give me a moment to. Do you want us to clap you thoughts. in? <laughs> it actually is. Uh, the uh, what is it? The I, I, I can't. Eleventh day of the eleventh month, so we will, we can have a moment of silence for our troops while we wait for you <laughs> to come up with your song about West End. I, I can't. I don't think I can sing on mine. I need some support. Of course, you teach us the words. Yeah. We'll sing it. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't fucking know. Get out of here, really? Yeah, stop that. <laughs> no, so this uh, this this song actually goes out to the Adelaide Uni Football Club, which was a a very personal. Um, <laughs> Uh, component, you know, building block of my life where we drank a lot of this West End beer. Imagine the great man you are now. <laughs> <laughs> and and so um, I'm just going to say to all of you, because I know that you all can get ar- around this song. It's um, it's like all about the um, Vegemite song, right? So you know, like happy little Vegemite, yeah, as bright as bright yeah, yeah. So replace the word Vegemite with West End beer, okay? So we're happy little West End beers <laughs> for yeah, but, breakfast. Okay, lunch okay, tea. wait. But he's um, the name. The name of this cha- champion. Um, he played four hundred games for the Adelaide Uni Football Club. No, and he clicked, kicked three three hundred goals, and he drank a lot of um, West End beer in between. So, you, we've got to um, work this out together, all right? <laughs> he, um, <laughs> this is the, either the best or the worst <laughs> moment yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> hold, hold on. 50 both. episodes deep. Hold on, hold on a sec. Can I, can I dial a friend? Is it you? Yeah. <laughs> no. it's, it's not is me. It the former you? <laughs> no, it's not me. It's is it the uh, you I, I, I just, who I, you were before you started I, telling I, this story I, on this podcast? Is it the no. man you were before you drank West End beer? Uh, <laughs> this, uh, see, children, this is what West End will do to you. <laughs> this is what West End, West End Draft will do to you. And you see, this is a classic, yeah. this is a classic symptom right now <laughs> of, of drinking West End beer. This is what I'm seeing. This is going to be a one-minute one, one discussion of beer that you can only get this in This is Shack Pack Syndrome at its no, 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 no. I, I do want to hear this song. We cannot cock tease this can song without can hearing Can somebody it. start the song? Of okay, the, we're the happy little West End beers, as bright and bright can be. Yeah, no, nah, We can't. all uh, enjoy uh, our West End beers. <laughs> out to dry. You can't just... <laughs> all right, okay. go. Mickey D, take it away. One, two, three, go. What? Uh, I'm under too much pressure. I can't I do it. I feel like I've fallen through a hole in time space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, you, right. go, you talk amongst yourself. No, tell, <laughs> sing the fucking song. Okay. Sing the song, dude. <laughs> what, uh, what I love about, uh, about the, um, the the beers, like you were saying, other lost beers, like the little, you know, the, the lost. Before li- we get there, lost little, I just want to yeah. do a little acknowledgement. I just had to cut out 10 minutes of audio in which I thought we were going to hear the best song of our lives. And I had to, and I had to cut it out. Okay, okay. I've confiscated this. Yeah. So, 
Lost beers. All that trucker speed. I, I, I like you know the lost beers that sort of happen. You know that 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 that, that are still made. You know, in tiny amounts that you'll find, you know, someone is still is still drinking. You know that 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 sort of that beer culture, and it's kind of it, it is it's kind of the it's 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 the romantic part of the beer culture that you know someone like Mike Benny kind of attaches to, yeah. and uh, uh, oh, sorry, Michelle Michelle Benet, uh, Michelle Benoit, Michelle Benet, tracksuit enthusiast, but, from, but like that, that from, you know, it's the sort of Sydney. shit that it that, that that shit is fascinating culturally. It's I like love it's it, like man. finding an old diner somewhere that you didn't know existed, like the Cavern Steak Van. Let's talk about great South Australian restaurants like the Cavern Steak Van or the Watermark. Yes, the Watermark Buffet. Yeah. But so these these lost things, these little things that exist that kind of no one knows about, but they have this you know this loyal kind of crew that that sort of that that, that still keep them alive. I, have I think a that's about that's a beautiful yeah, that power. Really upset Banjo. Checkmates. Um, well, the thing you know, like fuck, I'd love a crown lager. Just want to say that anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no, sorry. No one ever wants crown. Has like, anyone I got a crown lager? I'd fucking term. love a crown lager. Top shelf beer. Uh, yeah, top shelf in the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> I can't reach it, so it's very like it's That's hard for me. I would, like, you, I, mean, can't I would see rather me. You, drink like you the hop raper, like craft beer, <laughs> than, than a cra- before I drink a crown. Really, crown lager. I, I hate crown lager. I would stand on. I would. I would line up because I mean, I'm. At, so you can't fancy. see me on a podcast, obviously, but I'm quite small. You know, for those people who haven't seen me, so I I would stack up my hop rapers and I would stand on them with my <laughs> tiny little feet so I could reach the very top shelf of my little tippy toes. So get at a fucking top shelf crown lager right now because I'm so fucking gagging for one of those things. I love them, and that goes out to you, Mike Benny. <laughs> But before you do your craft beer, I just want to get this master because I've been thinking about this this last week. These 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 hard to find beers, unless you're in the state they're made in. So West End in South Australia, yes. Emu, particularly Emu Bitter in Perth. Um, Does Swan still exist over there? Didn't I've, see any. I've not fucked up a Swan in a while, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just sous vide that shit, man. It's the it's the best. <laughs> New South Wales, Sydney, Reshes, Reshes, yeah. Reshes yeah. is the one. Is our one uh, Brisbane. Is 4X Bitter, 4X Red, sorry, 4X Red, the red cans. Yeah. Those are fucking incredible. Yeah. And, uh, did you say gross? 4X beer is gross. The best best beer. Red 4X is incredible. It's a totally different beer. But how fucked up is it if the best beer that 4X make is gold? It's like the mid strength beer. That's actually their most palatable beer. You use it for cleaning barbecues. Red one isn't though. Red one's better. It's great. Right. Red, red, it's really good. 4X Red is very good. And then Cascade Lager from Tasmania. Have you ever that in tins? Yeah, Why yeah, have yeah. we bypassed yeah. the Northern Territory? Well, tell me about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm here to learn. I'm not, Anti, here, I'm, not, I'm not here to give a... Yeah, right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to learn. Also, but, um, I, I also left out Melbourne, so... Yeah, but... Saving the best, <laughs> saving the best to last is what he was Melbourne trying to say. But no, no, NT Bitter. You can't get it anymore. They used to sell it in Screamers. You could buy Screamers of NT Bitter. What Screamer? Like... It's the scream mask <laughs> filled with beer. It's a, it's a, it's a big like what is it like a liter? It's like a liter of beer with a with a handle. No. Oh, a like bottle. A screamer. No. no, a screamer. Like no. it's a big. It's huge. Young no, Henry's. Nobody done. understands. Young Henry's young a growler. <laughs> yeah. Growler? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. All right. Fine. Did the craft beer movement facilitate the natural wine movement? Because everyone got into craft beer first in backyard brewing. Yeah. And then natural wine came along and everyone got really into that. So did craft beer and their whole like backyard beardy weirdo bullshit facilitate natural wine becoming a thing? No. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> no way. No, right, no yeah. and why. They don't, they don't, um, re- they don't correlate. No, because why? Because, beer, because, beer, because I had a beer, I had a beer um, served at a dinner. I'm just, just trying to find it. I had a beer served at a dinner um, earlier this week and it was made with a like a homebrew kit so one of the things that South Australia South Australian beer oh, culture is really famous for kits. is Coopers yep. and how funny is this Coopers are brewers they're in the game of brewing beer and selling it to people they they popularised this idea of making your own beer at home you know it was a fucking genius thing and it yeah. was this it was that's when that's when that's when this whole sort of thing was really in a different phase, but there was this massive pride in the craft beer that you brewed at home. And, you know, whether you used a single electric blanket or a double electric blanket or you set it on two or three or all of this sort of bullshit, it was just extraordinary. Like yeah, this, but Coopers this did that just to, so when you did it at home and you'd be like really excited, like, you know what, I'm never buying Coopers beer again. It's so much cheaper. 
And then you fuck it up, yeah. and then you're just like, yeah, fuck off. I'm, yeah, sick, fuck of, I, I'm sick of buying, of, of eating loaves of bread. I want to drink it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a Cooper's, <laughs> Cooper's home beer, home brew kit, and like, I can just can drink I, can bread I, all day. I just say, do, like, do, I, I understand do, what you guys are saying, but um, I don't do you, think do you really? that... Uh-huh. I don't think do really? that... Cacao. Um, yeah, do. <laughs> but, but, you know, beer is a, a completely different product than wine well, and you know yes. every of, obviously no, 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 they're both liquid and sometimes brown <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but, and men with beards mostly make but, them but you know you cannot <laughs> can you you cannot compare beer of in, in this in the they sense have four of letters. Um, natural or um, minimal <laughs> inconvenience you know it's that the, the Beer is a, a completely different realm of wine, and you know I think it is a very different realm of wine. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna stop now. <laughs> no, but you know it, it's, it's a different form, and you can't compare. You know, um, no, but, but that uh, idea we all of love like beer. We love and just we love in your own backyard and using your own yeast to make things. Wild yeast, you know, beard yeast. Beard yeast. No, they had a little packet yeast. It came with a little packet yeast. People, all right, you didn't have to use your own. Yeah, no, but it's more than human yeast or whatever it, the fuck but you but wanted to do. But it's more than that. It came later. Guy who tried to make a sourdough out of his. No, no, la 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 la. I, I, I think <laughs> the thing is more than that. It's, it's about you know where the, the the natural product is coming from, and you know beer will never be able to have the the, the sense of terroir that we have with wine because oh, you know we're oh coming no. from a, a particular place. Whereas you know all these you know beer producers are buying in products from completely different parts of the world or different parts of Australia. And as, as I think much the as the endpoints very different. I'm almost meant like as a as a they, as a platform what as about the diving saisons? board. Yeah, what about says on like open yeah, barrel ferment, and it's all about native yeast and. Of, of course, but it's a, it's a it's, they can turn on a switch. They can they can make a product. No, 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 like totally. I think now they're very separate. It was more just a question of like sparking the natural wine movement, at least in Australia, because Australia had a very straight and narrow view of what wine was for a very long time and I'm wondering if like we opened up to beer first like you know growing up in Alice Springs I knew what a craft beer was long before I knew what a natural wine was that that those terms didn't enter my vocabulary it's just because really you drink fuck loads of beer in Alice Springs and yeah, fuck a lot of wine it, though right. I mean really beer and the blood Come of on. your slain enemies <laughs> seriously <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious try it oh you're South African you've probably already done that <laughs> so yeah so um, you disappointed us with the lack of song Mostly the lack of song. Tonight. That's um, I'm I'm really gutted about that. Lack of what? Sorry. The song. So now you got to sing a song of our choosing. Oh right. Okay. Ooh, a sea shanty. Um, uh, there's a reason why I am uh, a farmer, is because, it's because you I, want I, I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I work the land because. I can't be an entertainer, so I don't know why I've got this <laughs> microphone in front of me. Okay. <laughs> if it makes you feel better you haven't been entertaining tonight <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening to the mission <laughs> we're very very sorry <laughs> did, did he just say that I wasn't entertaining no that you were that you uh, were darling it's, it's <laughs> cool bro it's cool I'm just check it because <laughs> <I'm laughs> if you really want me to sing I can sing but I'm not going I to I really want you to sing yeah yeah Akumata Akumata <laughs> Yeah Are there any hot topics that we need to discuss before we end this episode? I'm better at beatboxing <laughs> could Just take his fucking mic away ASAP <laughs> I already tried that Duncan enabled him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, This podcast began with uh, everyone telling me Hey look out for Nick That Nick's a loose wire He's going to fuck your podcast up Look what happened. Nick's Dude. the best. Dude, I'm, I'm trying to pin this thing down I know. for you. Nick held this. Nick's a sticky tape. Yeah. Nick's a professional. Nobody knew you were so articulate or refined before this podcast. <laughs> Reputation is ruined. Um, so one last controversial topic before we end this podcast. Can you guys please let me know somewhere good to eat in Perth? And go. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me think. I, I know loads. There's... Uh, no, don't don't cheat. Don't pull out fucking Zomato and look up Perth. <laughs> no, I, get, I get 
Brisbane and Perth mixed up. Ah, Long Chen. Uh, no, no, shut up. Hadley Troy. Hadley Troy to Muse. Bang. Hadley Troy. In before Duncan, Hadley Long Chen. <laughs> yeah, like uh, most most interesting I had there recently was Long Chen, definitely David Thompson's uh, joint, yeah, and it was um, it was uh, you know I've eaten at a few of his restaurants, and it was it was it was unique, you know, it was a, it was a thing, and it it was great. Cool. You know? And and fuck yeah, it's coming to Melbourne. Thank uh, thank God. Yeah, you know, considerably more that. helpful than everyone every other guest that's been uh, trying to. <laughs> recommend Perth places on the, yeah. on, the, on the Mitchin lately. Nick, at some point, I will have a lovely discussion with you and you only. <laughs> yeah, cool. And it'll be a great, great podcast. Look but until then, <laughs> you've been listening to the Mitchin. I feel very excluded. <laughs> thank you very much for uh, listening. Okay. And thank, thank you very you. much to my very, very great guests, Nikki, Duncan, Mickey, and Nick. Africola, first and foremost, um, I had a lovely meal here tonight, Duncan. Thank you very much for accommodating me. Where can we find Africola online? Um, Pornhub Pornhub Reddit um, But like www.africola.com.au Thank you That's very much you can find us Just fuck it just, Yeah just Google Thank you Thank you for being helpful Thank you That's what I'm here for It's the actual helpful results um, Nick where can we find you online uh, Nickstock.com.au Yeah And uh, on Instagram Twitter etc uh, Stockwine At Stockwine On, on uh, on Instagram and Twitter, yeah. you can find me on MickeyLove.com. <laughs> Actually, the worst, <laughs> the worst guest this podcast has ever had. <laughs> hey, it's, it's Thank lucky, you very it's much. Like, it's lucky he makes great wine, you know. Like it's lucky he makes great wine. Yeah, where, where can we buy that wine? You, you, you can give him a plug. He just can't give himself a plug. That's the new rules. Oh, <laughs> uh, like you'll find you'll find Mickey D's wines in in you know in all the in all the the good the good outlets on premise off premise but um yeah murdoch hill is the uh, is the label you need to go to or uh, or if you can if you can bust into his tinder feed then that's also yeah. probably a good way to get at it but but i tell you now that that thing's melting down as we speak like, all it takes is one smoke. right swipe and he'll send yeah. you a six there's, pack there's smoke coming out of his samsung galaxy uh, uh you know like he he, he drives everywhere he doesn't get on planes anymore it's it's just it's I've, I've just been, so he, he, can, he can be available you're going to have better luck if you go to au, and if you put a little hashtag saying Mickey Love on there I will look after you oh my god (laughs) worst guest ever (laughs) thank you for listening to the Mitchin Uh, well done if you made it this far on this fucking seven hour long podcast that I can't wait to edit (laughs) you can find the Mitchin online facebook.com slash the Mitchin or send us an email themitchinpodcast at gmail.com look you're gonna get a drunk episode minimum once a month Look, and to be honest, there's, there's a good episode in here somewhere. Hopefully by now I've edited it out of, his, out of this mess. But uh, thank you very much to my guests for uh, contributing their lovely thoughts and wisdom. Us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure you visit Africola next time you're in Adelaide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's the Mission Podcast. West End Beer is the greatest fucking beer on earth. <laughs> Yeah, no, sing, the song, song. <laughs> sing the song Sing the song Don't rap don't, don't, be, don't be like rapping Sing it That's, that's most Daft's job I don't know I don't know Tell me I don't know the song Tell me the song So okay. I can sing it Okay um, Sing sing more Okay West End beers We all do it together Ready ready Okay of course Here's Here Okay Let's just sing um, A different song To start with Ready? Uh, <laughs> 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 Here, here's the Nick, he's Drew Blue. Come on. Uh, okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> I can't really say that to myself. <laughs> well, no, help us. He help can drink. drink it through and through. He's, he's a bad bloke, he's so they and say. True. Tried to go to heaven, but he went the other way. way. Drink down. it down, 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 down. down, down. down, down. Okay, now sing the Vegemite song. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I now have to edit ten that minutes. Was, that was <laughs> that was actually like the fucking Shawshank Redemption. It's shoveling through a lot a of good shit movie, that one. Any yeah. fucking redemption. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.